John chapter 20. I want to tell you what happened after the resurrection. After the resurrection. John chapter 20. Verse 19. That evening, his disciples gathered together. Because they were afraid of reprisals from the Jewish leaders. They had locked. Underline this, please. They had locked the doors to the place where they met. But suddenly, somebody say, but suddenly. You got to love that phrase of scripture, but suddenly. Jesus appeared among them and said, peace to you. Then he showed them, oh man, the wounds of his hands and his side. That's where he was pierced. And they were overjoyed to see the Lord with their own eyes. Jesus repeated. wonder why he repeated. His greeting, peace to you. And he told them, just as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Then, this is epic. Imagine this visual. Taking a deep breath, Jesus, after showing the wounds and the piercing in his side... He blew on them. He literally did this. And said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. I want to speak to you briefly today on the subject matter behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. What happens behind closed doors? What happens? We seem to be obsessed with both culture and the church advancing the exclusive idea of the benefits and blessings that arrive with open doors. You hear open doors. You hear people say, I'm waiting for an open door. God's going to suddenly open doors in my favor. When that door opens and so forth. And none of that is wrong. But when we limit ourselves to open doors, then we minimize the beauty and the blessing of what takes place behind closed doors. After the resurrection, Jesus appears to his disciples, not before an open door, but behind a what? A closed door. What if I tell you that sometimes closed doors have much more value than open doors? What if I tell you that a closed door precedes an open door? Before the disciples went out and changed the world, they met with Jesus behind a closed door. Your closed door season will determine your open door season. I'm going to preach here in a second. Do not disregard closed doors. Do not discard closed doors. Do not curse closed doors. Jesus appears to his disciples behind a closed door. And what took place? The disciples not only heard Jesus They saw Jesus. One of them touched Jesus. Here it is. I want you to hear this. The door is closed. It's locked. Jesus shows up. These guys are gathered together. Drinking 2,000 year old latte. The disciples. What would Peter drink? I ain't going to go into that right now. So they're drinking their lattes. I mean, they're, they're gathered together. They're gathered together. And the door is locked. All of a sudden, they're talking. Jesus shows up. By the way, it wasn't a ghost of Jesus. 
or the spirit of Jesus. It was a physical manifestation. And we know that because inevitably Thomas, doubting Thomas, ended up doing what to Jesus? Touching him. So you don't touch a ghost. You don't touch a spirit. So Jesus supernaturally arrived. The door was locked, yet Jesus showed up. Do it one more time. The door was locked. Nothing says that Jesus went through a window or to the chimney. No, no, no. The door was locked and Jesus showed up. The door was closed and Jesus shows up. And he doesn't just show up. Jesus shows up and shows him what? His wounds and the piercing in his side. Here's a word for somebody right here. Here it is. Here it is. Sometimes God will close the door in order to reveal something to you that otherwise you would not see. A closed door with Jesus equals revelation. A closed door with Jesus equals intimacy. A closed door with Jesus equals an encounter like never before. You're going to get this. They saw the wounds of the Messiah. Not everyone saw the wounds of the Messiah, but they did. Because they were willing to stand behind a what kind of door? Closed behind closed doors when Jesus is in it. Nothing less than amazing things will happen. So by the way, if you feel like a door has closed in front of you in this season, if you feel like something just shut in your face and you're a follower of Christ, you shouldn't be whining. You shouldn't be complaining. Matter of fact, you should be celebrating. Because... If you're a believer, if you're a follower of Jesus and the door just closed in your face, I need you to put a smile on your face because the next thing you're about to see is a revelation of Jesus in your life like you've never seen before. I'm preaching now. You're you're about to see the wounds of Jesus and the piercing of Jesus, which means what? You're about to see the healing of Jesus, the grace of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the joy of Jesus. Are you with me right now? So if that door closed, give God a shout of praise because the next thing. Closed doors. Do not disregard closed doors. Oh, man. God is a God of doors. Yes, he is. Our God can open a door, and our God can, he can close the door. Revelation 3, 7. The doors that God opens, what does it say? No one can close it. And the doors that God closes, no one can open it. The door was closed, and Jesus appeared. He spent time with his disciples, and he showed his wounds. I, I we're Growing up, in, in my immature, ignorant time, which lasted a lot longer than what I actually projected. <laughs> I'm the only one, I guess. I would, I, would dis, I would curse closed. Oh, that door is closed. I rebuke it. It's going to be open. Oh, I, oh, I rebuke that closed door. I, I rebuke. Oh, so, so, can I? Can I talk, don't talk. Oh, God's going to open it in my favor. When, when, when I was immature, every closed door was of the devil. Every closed door was a bad thing. Every closed door was a... But then now that I'm a little bit older, oh, now that I'm a little bit older, I thank God for every door that God shut in my face. I thank God for the doors that he closed. Are you with me right now? As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be here right now if certain doors would not have closed in my past. I did... I'm the only one. At that time, I did not have the maturity or the bandwidth to understand why he closed it. But now I look back and I say, I th- if that door would have stayed open, I wouldn't even got. 
I never would have gone through the other door. Is there anybody here can, that can look back now and say, God, I thank you for the doors you open, but I super thank you for the doors you close. I praise you for the doors you open, but I shout unto God with the voice of triumph for the doors that you close. Some of us wouldn't even be here right now if some of those doors were not a slammed in our faces. I dare you to praise him for the open doors, but I dare you to worship him for the doors that were closed that got you to this place right now. Woo! Because if you look back, it wasn't that the doors were not ready for us. It's that we were not ready for the... Ooh! Ah, oh, man! The door, 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 the door. The door, the door, the door. The door, the door, the door. Oh, but if, I need to tell you one more thing. If the door, there's two reasons why God will close doors. The one reason is to protect you. He'll protect you from stuff. He'll protect because he'll, if he closes the door, is he's two reasons. One, protecting you from stuff. And by the way, the, he'll protect sometimes. He's protecting me from just serpents and devils and traps. Yes. But the number one person he protects you from. yourself are you with me sometimes you'll close the door because if you would have gone through that door you would have done more damage to yourself am I preaching to at least three people here right now he'll protect you from yourself does anybody have an experience in their background where you saw God shut a door that he protected you from yourself so he'll protect you from yourself he'll protect you from the man in the mirror indeed but not just that not just that the other reason why he does it is because he wants to show you. He wants to show you. He wants to show you. He wants to reveal something in you. He wants to reveal the wounds and the stripes in your life. So he'll shut the door. He'll shut the door to protect you and he'll shut the door in order to show you a revelation. When the door is closed, it's because he's going to show you something you would not see otherwise if you were busy pursuing open doors. He'll gather your undivided attention. Are you with me right now? And there are doors, there are doors. And, and by the past, Sam, what about the doors that people shut on you? What does God do with those that were not, that he did not close? Now, God has a reward. I'll show you biblically. If some people have shut doors on you, God will, God will always have the final word in your destiny. So God will look at that and say, oh, oh that's the way you want to play it? Okay. I'm going to show you something. I'm, a few, I'm, gonna, I'm even going to give you a testimony. A couple of years ago, Pastor Nathan is here. He could bear witness. And, and Lauren is here somewhere. She could bear witness. We were, our family was interviewed for a television program on a certain network, secular network whose name you would recognize. And they interviewed them. They even went through a second process of production interviews, right? They went through this. The whole Skype, the, the whole, it was, the, they went, they were about to land. 
All of a sudden, that door closed like there was no tomorrow. That door just went, go, and that word went, poof. And that was, what, how many years ago was that? About three years ago? Yeah, and in the past week, In the past week, that door closed for a television program that would have been viewed by approximately 75 to 125,000 people on any given 30-minute program. All of a sudden, that door closed, but here we are three years later, and we have a movie about the power of the Holy Spirit that's all over the world, lifting up the name of Jesus, viewed by millions of people. What am I telling you? That if somebody closed the door for you here, God, hey, if you're pursuing righteousness and you're doing it for his glory, he will give you a door bigger than the door that was closed. I'm prophesying to somebody right now. If in your past somebody closed the door for you over here, put a shout on your lip because God will open up doors in your favor that will be greater than anything you lost in the past. If you believe it, give God a praise right now. Let me land this. The door, the door, the door, the door. Somebody say the door. The door was locked and yet Jesus appears. <laughs> this is right after what happened, the big thing. What just happened? What happened last week that we celebrated? And uh, stop for a second. Jesus goes through a door right after he is. And uh-huh. What does that mean? It means that a closed door cannot stop someone with resurrection power. No, you're going to get this by tomorrow morning. A closed door cannot stop a person who has resurrection power. You're saying, Pastor Sam, that was only for Jesus. Oh, really? We, how many times do I have to tell you the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you? You have the same resurrection power of Jesus. If you're born again, if you're washed by the blood of Jesus, if you receive the grace filled by carriers, atoning work of Christ, you have the same power. What does that mean? It means that locked doors cannot hold back someone with resurrection power once are you with me right now it means what if there's a door that is locked but it has it's, it's the entryway to a place of destiny god's will for your life i don't care how close it may be when you have resurrection power that closed door cannot stop you if god promised you that room if he promised you that corridor if he promised you that pathway there's not a closed door that can deter you from stepping in so do everybody who's been praying i'm ready for God to open the door. If that place is full of God's will and God's promise for your life, you have resurrection power. Even if the door does not open, you're going in. You missed it. You're going in. I said, even if the door is not open, you're going in. I dare you to slap the devil on the back of the head and tell him, I'm not waiting anymore. As for me and my house, we're going in. As for me and my family, we are going in. As for me and my tribe, we are going in. Are you with me right now? We're going in. We're going in. We're going in. We're, I dare you to shout, I'm going in. Wait a second. Wait a second. What did Jesus show? What did he show? What did he show? And it's what? So stop telling me that you were wounded in the past. And because of those wounds, you could no longer go in. You missed it. Jesus showed us that, oh, oh, even if you were wounded in the past, but you were resurrected by his spirit, nothing can stop you from going into your place of destiny. 
Jesus showed us that wounded people resurrected by the power of God can go into places that are closed off. First Corinthians, is this for anybody? Raise your hand. First Corinthians 15, for as by a man came death, by a man has come the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ shall be all made alive. Just like Jesus, your circumstance will not determine the outcome. Rather, your anointing will determine the access. What you survived will grant you access to restricted areas. I'm going to repeat that one more time for the hearing impaired. What you survive will grant you access to restricted areas. Woo! No, 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 no. You missed it. If you went through the cross and you went through the tomb, a door that is closed cannot stop you. Your grace-filled testimony will unlock your God-ordained destiny. You received that. Raise, that. Raise your hand if you receive it. Because you overcome. Those of you that overcame by the blood of the Lamb and continue to overcome. You overcame by the word of your testimony. Because you experienced a breakthrough instead of being buried in what you went through. Now I'm going to prophesy to somebody. You're going in. I said, you're going in. I sense an anointing. Matter of fact, I'm going to say it. You're not going in next year or two years after that. Put a smile on your face and a praise on your lip. I need you to get ready. What about, what if this is the week of your breakthrough? What if this is the week you're going in? What if this week you finally step into the area that you've been fighting for and praying for and fasting for and believing God for? Not only that, what if this is the week that you and your family will see the things that God has been... What if this is the week you're going in? Now, they go in. Jesus goes through a locked door. And the, and the disciples are, are watching him like, how, how did he, huh? What happened? How? Let me believe with you that you're stepping into your chapter of how. I am believing that just like Jesus, people are going to look at you in this season. And they're going to ask, How? How did your family that was all messed up, all of a sudden, how did you come out with a clean bill of health when for four years the doctor said you had, how, how, how in the world did you end up promoted in that place when everyone else has been, how, 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 how many are ready for your how season? How many are ready for people around you to say, how? How? How did you get so blessed? How did you get so favored? How did you see the glory and the grace and the power of God? How did your family just turn around? How was the marriage repaired? How were the relationships restored? And you're going to answer one word. You're not going to say it was me. You're not going to say I took 12 steps. You're not going to say I read it on the internet. You're not even going to say I Googled it. You're not going to say somebody posted it. You're going to say one answer. The answer to my hell. The answer to my hell is Jesus. The answer to my hell. The wounds of Jesus. The piercing of Jesus. The sacrifice of Jesus. The grace of Jesus. The glory of Jesus. The power of Jesus. I dare you to say Jesus is my hell. Jesus is my hell. Stand with me. Those that are not standing. Woo!
you get. The door was closed. I'm telling you, don't discard closed doors. There's a closed door season before an open world season. If you're not willing to spend time behind the closed door with God, do not expect to take over the world. Oh, I want to change the world. You can't change the world unless you're changed first. A changed you precedes a changed world. Pastor Sam, I'm praying for God to change my family. The Holy Spirit is saying, have you been changed first? praying for God to change my husband have you been changed first it begins with him changing you the closed door precedes the open door if you're getting this raise your hand don't disregard the moments the doors close that's the message today do you think it's a coincidence that the first encounter post-resurrection the defining encounter where even Thomas got his doubts addressed do you Behind the door that now, man, I think he closed and he walked and he and did the and then they ooh and then here we are. But it began beautiful things begin behind closed doors. We hear that phrase and to a great degree, there's some sort of, of, of Western European contextualized definition that a closed door has implications of negative circumstances. Behind closed doors, there may be abuse, there may be things going on. There's beauty likewise. Let me show you this. I'm not going to show everybody. I'm going to show you behind closed doors. Sometimes God will draw your attention. He'll close the door in your face. And you're saying, oh God, I just want to be out there. And God says, what I'm going to show you here It's much more greater than what you could see out there. And we get so busy with life and trying to conquer and change the world and occupy the mountains and live out destiny and purpose. And sometimes Jesus in his sweetness will remind us, hey, come here. What if I tell you that I am your destiny? What if I tell you that I am your purpose? Everything else is just gravy, baby. If you're getting this, raise one hand. There's a message for someone here, someone watching online about that door behind closed doors. Alright, one, one more thing for you. Right there as you stand. Pastor Nathan, there must be a reason why Jesus showed up. And the reason is he's never, he never lies as, as it pertains to his promises. You see, there's an issue here. The wording says that the disciples gathered behind closed doors. Pastor Elijah, they gathered. No, you missed it, Pastor Elijah. They gathered. He made a promise, Matthew 18, 20. If two or more. Are gathered in my name. I will show up in the midst of them. They provoked him and they didn't even know it. Ah, he showed up. Somebody say he showed up. Because closed doors can't stop a loving God. 
And aren't you glad that even when you shut the door of certain areas in your life, he still showed up? I feel the Holy Spirit telling me something. Use your hands. Just, just. Here's the word of the Lord for you right now. Even if it's closed, I'm still showing up. I said, but I have some kids and they're closed to spirituality, to religion, to faith, to a relationship with God. They're closed. What if I tell you that even if they're closed, God's going to show up and honor you. When Daniel was placed in the lion's den and they sealed it, what did God do? He showed up. When the Hebrew boys were in the fiery furnace in the book of Daniel and they closed the door, what did God do? He showed up. Here's the fact. Even, even a closed door cannot, will not, shall not stop God from showing up. So raise your hand. I am believing that this week, and I'm, I'm praying particularly for this week, I am believing that this is the week that God shows up. I sent an anointing just saying that. An anointing is an impartation from heaven. An affirmation of the Holy Spirit. This is the week I believe God's about to show up. I need you to believe that with me. Believe with me God's about to show up in your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your health, in your faith, in your finances, in your mind, in your bank account. Believe with me that God's about to show up. If you, if, in your loved ones, if you believe that, can you praise like you believe it and worship like you believe it? And give God thanks and honor and glory like you believe it. I dare you to tell somebody he's going to show up. No, tell him like you believe it. Tell him he's about to show up. He's about to show up. He's about to show up. Hey, new season, get ready. God is about to show up even if the door is closed, even if the circumstances say otherwise. We're done. We are done. The door was closed. I wish I was there to see that, man. What a moment. Closed door? Let me show you. Here, 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 here. Look. This is where I was pierced. He was wounded. For our what? He was bruised for our the chastisement of my peace, of your peace, fell upon him and by his stripes. You missed it. He wasn't just showing them his wounds. He wasn't showing them his piercing. He was showing them their healing. He was showing them their forgiveness. He was showing them their peace. Are you with me right now? You don't think Jesus went there to say, look what they did to me. He never said, oh, I'm a victim. I have a new hashtag movement. No more crosses. No. Jesus didn't go there with a pity party. He didn't go there to show them what he went through. He didn't show them what he, what they did to him. He was showing them what he did for them. Are you with me right now? When the door is closed and you're with Jesus, he's going to show you his grace and his healing, his forgiveness and his favor like you've never seen before. I dare you to say, I am forgiven and I am healed. 
in Jesus' name. If you got this, raise your hand. So when the doors close, he shows you something. He reminds you of what he did for you. He reminds you this. Oh, somebody should be asking right now. I got to drop the mic. He's going to ask you. You should be, should be asking, Pastor Sam, from a lesson perspective, does that mean that we should be showing people our wounds? Somebody should be asking me that. Anybody going to ask me that? Thank you so much. You're the best. Because you can say, you know, we should do everything Jesus did. So he went to show his peeps, his wounds and his side. Should we be showing people, oh, look what I went through? No. Because he showed his wounds so we can show off our healing. So instead of posting, look what my ex did to me, start shouting, look what the Lord did for me. Are you with me right now? Stop subsidizing the devil's marketing strategy. Stop telling everybody the hell you went through and start telling everybody the heaven you're going to. Start showing people. You don't got to show off your wounds. But your wounds will not obstruct you from having access to restricted areas. The wounds of your past that have been addressed and healed by what Jesus did on the cross. If you've got all of this, raise your hand. Yeah, because... Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I have to say this, but I'm done. I'm done. Remember, he showed his piercing, his head, right? And by piercing, I don't mean like a nose piercing, ear piercing. I don't mean like a modern-day Cali piercing. Jesus with a belly button piercing. Here's a little word. Not that. I just did that. I just did that. So wrong. So, that's not the piercing he showed. He showed where he was right here. With a spear. When he was on the cross to verify that he was dead, they pierced him. The Bible says that two things came out. Water and blood do your biological due diligence that's the same thing that happens to a degree when a child is born on the cross he gave birth to the church in other words let me show you where you came out of let me show you where you came from baby let me show you your spiritual womb. Lift up your hands. I'm going to pray for you because some of you need to appreciate this season in your life. How about this? Some of us. Raise your hands. Father, I want to thank you here, first of all, from my personal, from my family, from our new season tribe. And Lord, we just together, with great humility, understanding your grace is here, we want to repent for not appreciating those closed-door moments. So we're, we're sorry for missing that those chapters, because we are in you and you are in us, those chapters are for you to reveal something new, for greater intimacy and revelation.
thank you not just for the open doors, but I super thank you for the closed doors. Lord, and now I ask you by the power of your Holy Spirit as you continue to demonstrate, to exhibit your wounds and your piercings, reminding us of your grace and your forgiveness, your love for each and every one of us, the womb from which we flow and what we do, what we do. Lord, I ask you to affirm this message in every heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Likewise, I am believing by faith through the power of the Holy Spirit that this week you will show up. I don't care how closed it may be. I don't care how final the situation may be. I don't care how conclusive it may be. You're going to show up. You're going to show up and turn it around in our favor in the name of Jesus. I believe you for it all. Give you the honor and the praise. And thank you for the beauty of what takes place behind closed doors. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Somebody give God a shout and give God a praise.